0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Anthropologically Speaking. I'm Katie and I'm Isabel and today we have a really neat topic for you. We're going to be talking about conspiracy theories. So it's another bit of a delve into sociocultural anthropology, um, a bit of a continuation from our cult slash new religious movements of last week. Um, So yeah, Isabel, why don't you tell us about what a conspiracy theory is?
1: yeah so conspiracies can be studied by cultural anthropologists um, alongside other academics such as psychologists sociologists and those from countless other disciplines um interestingly enough the study of conspiracy theories conspiracy theories is hard to say like i feel like i'm definitely gonna screw that up a few times during this <laughs> all good me too yeah. <laughs> so it's a relatively recent study um originating in maybe around the 1990s. So conspiracy theories are essentially worldviews. So the Merriam-Webster definition is a theory that explains an event or set of circumstances as the result of a secret plot by usually powerful conspirators. So it usually encompasses a disconnect between what a conspiracy theory is theorist accepts as the sequence of events and what is generally accepted by the rest of society or as referred to by conspiracy theorists sheeple (laughs) yes the sheeple (laughs) so some of these things are rooted in events that are somewhat speculative um, such as assassinations and classified document classified document information so like area 51 could also fall into that Mm -hmm. Um, but our some are rooted in things that scientists know are not true, such as things like the earth is hollow or flat, which we will come back to. Mm-hmm. So That's Isabel's people... favorite. <laughs> well, I wrote a paper on the hollow. <laughs> so Katie thinks I believe in it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Um, and then so conspiracy theorists typically believe that the world is divided into two types of people, the manipulators and the manipulated. So one group is aware quote unquote and knows and the other group does not and conforms to general thought and beliefs.
0: So there are a lot of reasons why people might cling to conspiracy theories. Um, so I just kind of wanted to ask you, Isabel, why do you why do you think that people might kind of, you know, subscribe to one of these theories? I feel like it might be kind
1: of similar to last week, last week's discussion on why people join new religious movements and cults it's like maybe people aren't fully comfortable in the world that they're living in maybe don't believe that whatever's happening around them is Mm -hmm. the truth because maybe it's so they're just so unhappy with it or can't believe that things have gone the way they have so they come up with these ideas to justify things that seem a little bit maybe out of this world yeah totally
0: (laughs) yeah so in general, um, a lot of scholars have done research about conspiracy theories and psychologists believe that people who believe in conspiracy theories share common characteristics. Uh, for example, they might be distrustful, uh, have low agreeability, so uh, how much a person is like kind and cooperative, uh, and there may be some Machiavellianism, uh, so the person can be focused on their own interests and will possibly manipulate and or deceive. And people are also more likely to have lower levels of analytical thinking skills and are not likely to believe in coincidences. Um, Rather, they'll think that events happen at the same approximate time, uh, like things that happen at the same time are actually connected. And another thing um, about conspiracy theories is they make people feel really special. Um, So they feel as though they're part of an elite group that are more like woke than the rest of us. Uh, because they know for certain something that the rest of us don't. Uh, so it's definitely an us versus them kind of mentality. Um, so, yeah, there's not a lot of access to back up the theories, uh, or not a lot of evidence, sorry, to back up the theories. so they feel like they're part of a small group of people with the access to the truth. Um, and a lot of people make link to conspiracy theories as a way to describe their own life experiences uh, or as ways to explain the unknown, the uncertain like a huge thing, I think, is intolerance of uncertainty. Um, And people really want to get rid of that feeling, even though realistically, we can't in a lot of ways, other than finding these worldviews and really sticking to them. Um, And there are often some ideas of denialism. And as I mentioned, some us versus them mentalities. So a lot of conspiracy theories actually uh, align along certain lines, Um, a lot of them have to do with uh, science, politics, uh, and religion, and other worldview-shaping features, they're often the subject of um, contested ideas. So things that aren't really black and white, or things that are gray. I mean, for me, myself, I would consider science black and white, but due to the fact that it can be politicized, uh, I think that's what really can drive it to go towards uh, conspiracy theory. So right now, we're going to talk about some common conspiracy theories, uh, and Isabel is going to sell us on uh, her personal beliefs of the Hollow Earth Conspiracy.
1: Yes, so I personally believe that the Earth is made up. No, I'm I'm not going (laughs) to put myself in that category. We're going to get less listeners. (laughs) So people, some people (laughs) believe that the earth is made up of concentric rings and we're actually living on the outermost one. So I think there's kind of different, obviously different theories within this theory wherein like I've seen some where it's just like the earth's the layer that we're living on is one layer and then inside there's just like another earth, I guess. And
0: then. Wouldn't it be not hollow then? It'd be like hollow but filled. Yeah. Like the like the like the the lint truffle earth. Yes,
1: actually, that's a good way to describe Earth in the scientific <laughs> way.
0: <laughs> that's true. Actually, pretty much is that right? You got the core, the mantle, Perfect. the crust. What more could we need? <laughs>
1: um, so, in this theory, the poles are actually entrances, and satellite imagery is a hoax. So, cloud cover is used to disguise these entrance, these large holes in our. Earth's surface to enter the inner surface I don't Um, so there's actually people that live on the other rings Um, stuff such as the Garden of Eden exists there Nazis exist there I hope not together yeah I
0: don't I think those are mutually exclusive
1: yeah stuff like you name it Um, so yeah like I said I did a paper on it there's some like pretty weird stuff um, people are basically just choosing to ignore science and there's obviously extreme distrust in the government, thinking that they're covering up this beautiful inner earth, this hollow earth. I don't know what the point of that entirely would be. So yeah, to me, it just seems unlikely. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. not going to sugarcoat it and say people have justified reasons. I don't think yeah, do-
0: I mean, like... I don't mean to make fun of people who have this worldview, because obviously people have worldviews for reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and this isn't something that's particularly hurting people, I wouldn't say. Um, but at at the same time, as somebody who uh, is a definite advocate for science, um, I definitely have some problems with this kind of view. But at the same time, um, I, I don't think people who fall into this kind of view they obviously have reasons for it and I don't think they necessarily should be faulted or shamed for it. Uh, We should think of it as more of a a learning and moving forward thing. Yeah I feel Um, like it's
1: more of an outlet for unhappiness and distrust because mm -hmm. like in my paper that I wrote I kind of came to the conclusion that people who believed in this hollow earth theory maybe just weren't happy in their own lives and wanted to believe that the evil and the corruption that's going on on earth is not That's not just all there is. And there's something better that is potentially accessible through the same earth. So, I mean, but then there's the flat earthers.
0: Yeah, they're the flat earthers. They're like, I think, is it Newfoundland that is the end of the world? Like, I think Newfoundland is part of the end edge of the I wanna, I think. I'm not sure. But people definitely um, say like, oh, we found the edge of the earth. There was no uh, circumvention or circum, circum expedition, whatever you (laughs) call it, of the, of the earth. um, That was fake. Um, Yeah, yeah, they're flattered. Earth is seemingly a very popular conspiracy, I guess, topic.
1: (laughs) Yeah, People just don't want to believe that governments are telling us the truth that we live on a spherical ball in the middle of
0: i don't know like yeah and i think it definitely points at like a deeper issue right like it's probably not as simple as them like truly being like yeah the earth is flat or the earth is hollow it probably almost definitely points down towards mistrust of government and mistrust of science which likely has its roots in some specific life experience um so that's something definitely to keep in mind.
1: Yeah, for sure. I like when they prove themselves wrong while trying
0: to prove oh, themselves Oh, me wrong. too. <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. Nice. Um, so <laughs> now we're going to talk about uh, 9-11 conspiracy theories. Um, so uh, 9-11 conspiracy theories are usually quite political. Sometimes they can be religious. Um, But uh, yeah, political themes are often seen in conspiracy theories um, because politics and government are often a source of mistrust for people. So there's a plethora of conspiracies surrounding 9-11. And a predominant one is that Bush did 9-11 or 9-11 was an inside job. Um, So, for example, uh, this isn't directly related to 9-11 being an inside job or Bush doing 9-11. Um, but a 2016 Chapman University study said that about half of Americans think that the government is concealing 9-11 info, uh, not necessarily that they did it. Um, but we do know that governments classify information for a lot of different reasons. Um, so for a lot of people, it's not a huge logical leap um, from, oh, this information is classified to, oh, that they're hiding something to, oh, that they did it. Um, and again, this is really rooted in a lot of government mistrust, a lot of um, lack of satisfaction with the government um, for a variety of reasons. And I think in general as well, in things where there are a lot of unknowns, people try and fill the gaps with info that fits their own experiences and worldview. So I think, like for example, if you're dissatisfied with the government, um, and there comes a theory that maybe um, lets you vent your anger and dissatisfaction with the government, that might be something you're more likely to cling to. Yeah.
1: I definitely feel like it's also these events that happen that people just can't comprehend and can't believe that this would be, like, an actual tragedy. Yeah. That was, like, unavoidable. So stuff like 9-11, they can yeah maybe use their mistrust in the government and be like no one would actually want to attack americans except for
0: the yeah, government
1: like it's just a way of coping i would say almost. oh
0: 100 percent. yeah coping and even just like putting on a pair of blinders yeah you know like you know this isn't a problem in the world we're not experiencing terrorism it has to be internal because nobody would want to hurt us yeah So, um, along those more serious lines
1: of conspiracy theories comes the anti-Semitic conspiracy theories, which are unbelievably common and fall under the ethno-religious school of thought where conspiracy theories are considered. So, there's the classic offensive, the Holocaust was faked, so stuff like this so just incredibly harmful and insensitive yep. so this is a point where conspiracy theories no longer become funny but just like i, I yeah yeah so yeah i've seen like posts like if i'm on reddit sometimes some of the comments are like what is the just like, I feel like some young people are prescribing to that
0: now. It's like, yeah. oh, it didn't happen. And, and I mean, some people say it as a joke too, right? And it's not a funny joke in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people are either trolling and looking for, you know, looking for people to come at them, or mm-hmm. they're saying it as a joke. But when we put that kind of information out into the world, or misinformation in this case, people are going to, they're going to believe it a lot of the times.
1: Yeah, that's right. So, um, also, some people believe that Jewish people just simply run the world secretly. So, (laughs) um, the Rothschild
0: family? Rothschild? Yeah. Yeah,
1: so it's an old banking family, and it completely runs the world in an insidious manner. Yeah, that's
0: an age-old conspiracy theory that people believe quite readily.
1: (sighs) Yes, so connected to that is the zionist occupation government occupational government i think sometimes
0: Mm
1: -hmm. so it's just basically yeah the jews run the western governments and are working against islamic and christian interests um so yeah jewish conspiracies are as old as christianity itself so christians blame would often blame the jews if a baby died and believed that they used like baby's blood for passover and stuff so there's just a lot of stigma attached and yeah
0: like a lot of it is rooted in these um pre-meditated stigma mm-hmm. stigmas and prejudices um so when people i think like yeah it sadly makes sense that when people have a prejudice they're looking for things to validate it yeah. and i think conspiracy theories like they do that in a lot of ways
1: it's true and then the other one that's quite popular is the protocols of the elders of zion which is a pamphlet that was published in the nineteenth century in Russia and it claimed to be the minutes from a secret wise man Jewish meeting where they plan to take over the world and control it. So obviously this pamphlet has been debunked as not authentic. Yeah. But which is quite obvious, but it still continues to circulate and people still use it as justification for stigmatism. So
0: Yeah, and like the thing that always gets me too is people have to like intentionally make that kind of thing up and spread it like it's rooted in hatred Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and this isn't just seen with judaism it's seen with other ethnic and religious groups as well um which is really really sad um moving moving on to a more light light note and conspiracy theories Going ahead back to the back to the Back to the fun stuff, It's um, <laughs> lizard people. So some people believe that a part of the population are lizard people who morph into human beings and want to achieve world domination. So for example, these might include the Queen of England and Justin Bieber, uh, lots of others too, especially political figures. And there's an individual named David Icke, I believe he's British, um, and he's a champion of the lizard people narrative. So uh, he, he's a real public personality in the field. He does lots of writing, lots of lecturing, um, and he believes that many prominent figures, uh, for example, like George W. Bush um, and uh, the Clintons, are actually shape-shifting lizards. Um, and I mean, when you have somebody going in giving lectures, you're giving that air of credibility, even though nothing that he's saying is scientifically credible.
1: Actually, I am a lizard person, so
0: oh you know what we stand corrected (laughs) (laughs) notify the media (laughs) actually that reminds me of something really funny um when i took a class on uh conspiracies and i think you were in it um i i remember the professor said how like it's kind of the idea of like you can't prove you can't disprove a negative or i can't remember what the exact but it's basically like you like you can't not prove that we aren't all made of licorice like not that because like you can but like <laughs> like like oh you can't pr- like base yeah okay that that whole idea there um, yeah. she, she, she said like how can you tell we aren't all lizard people like how can you tell that bill clinton isn't a lizard people like you can and like the fact that we can't like even though we know rationally he's not the fact that we can't evidence that is what people kind of thrive off of. And I remember she said, how can we tell if somebody's a lizard people or a lizard person? And I thought that I had the best answer. And I was like, I put up my hand and I'm like, we do an MRI. (laughs) And the professor was like, they shape shift. And I was like, Oh yeah, they do. <laughs> oh,
1: <no. laughs> that's so funny. I
0: literally said that in front of the whole class and she was just like looking at me like mm, okay.
1: Like were you picturing like a lizard living inside a human skull? I think
0: I was. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what I was effectively envisioning. Like a shell type thing, you know? Like
1: I feel like for a while I pictured like a little, little lizard in the back of people's skulls.
0: Ooh, yeah, like tiny lizard doing the like
1: Controlling your brain. Controlling
0: the big meat body. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, if you go online on YouTube, you can look up um, videos of like Barack Obama turning into a lizard or I think Miley Cyrus. There's another one of them. And I mean, people like really go for that evidence, but you know, like they really like they scrounge for it. Yeah. And they think that they find these things. And I think a lot of people convince themselves that what they find is legit. But,
1: but it is. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: so our next culprit for uh, conspiracy theories is of course the moon landing.
0: Wonderful. Based
1: in science, or not based in science, I guess. But... So many people don't believe that we've landed on the moon at all. This is based on evidence such as the way the um, flag waved when Aldrin planted in the soil, making it look like it was being affected by wind, which obviously is not possible on the surface of the moon. However, I think it's been stated over and over that the way he was trying to adjust it into the soil just made it kind of Wiggle.
0: I almost said wibble. I was trying to say wiggle or wobble and wibble. Wibble was the word that came out of my mouth. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Wibble. Wibble.
1: (laughs) There's also weird shadows that were like in the pictures coming from like different sources of light. So um they were like, oh, it must be studio lights, because there's only one source of light in outer space.
0: The sun. What the sun, <laughs> okay. um,
1: but no, I mean, that's not true. Like, <laughs> I know, I know,
0: <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> uh, Don't worry, I'm so, not
0: a moon landing denialist.
1: Yeah, aren't you? No, I'm, uh, I'm a little yeah, person, you're a moon dynamite.
0: Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. So much is coming out today.
1: <laughs> yeah, yep. this is exposed. Um, so I think I read something somewhere where, um, uh, who's Buzz Aldrin. may have been actually like a source of light because the sun was shining off of his
0: oh like a reflection thing
1: it actually reflected that much light that it created shadows and also would the space shuttle not have lights like how do they
0: i have no idea like i don't know they're constructed but there's probably some source of light yeah
1: anyway so six to twenty percent of americans believe the moon landing was a hoax I mean, I've met people who don't believe in the moon. Yeah, me too. It's a very common one. Oh, also, people don't believe that astronauts were able to put the footprints on the moon because there's no water. My
0: favorite thing is when people, in this kind of case, just become a scientist all of a sudden. Mm, Yeah. Right? Like, they don't have qualifications, but they've become a scientist all of a sudden, and they're saying all these theories. Yeah, you have access to the internet.
1: You're a scientist, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, But I mean, yeah, like I think this kind of thing definitely goes back to like a distrust in science and a um, distrust of government as well. I mean, this was the time of the space race. Um, You know, we still have sentiments from that coming around. Um, And even just the idea, you know, a lot of people can't wrap their head and it's really hard to wrap your head around the fact that we can leave our planet. So... Would have thought. Yeah. So um, there's also the, the this is a more, I guess, temporally relevant one. Um, the COVID-19 hoax conspiracies. Um, an extensive amount of people on the internet are perpetuating COVID hoax narratives. Um, just yesterday, I was watching CNN and there's a guy at a Michigan Trump rally who said that COVID is a fake pandemic designed to destroy the United States. Uh, So this is something we're dealing with right now. And this theory is being heavily, heavily politicized as a left versus right bipartisan issue. Um, And yeah, I mean, conspiracy theories are alive and well today. And this is an example of one that like definitely has um, like really detrimental effects, right? Because people might not wear a mask. They might not wash their hands. They might not social distance if they believe this is a hoax. In fact, they might be empowered not only to not not do it or not only to not wear a mask, but to actually purposefully um, defy the rules.
1: Yes. Also referred to, I think, the pandemic.
0: Oh, plandemic, yep.
1: yep.
0: And it's definitely made an us versus them too thing, right? Like even um, in the idea of like, oh, China did it and stigma and horrible prejudices and racisms that have come out of that. Um, yeah. yeah.
1: Like, imagine not washing your hands because you're like, no, the government's kind of control me. Yeah. Your hands. Like, just do it.
0: <laughs> I know.
1: Just do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Should we spout out some conspiracy theories at each other that we found?
0: Yes. Let's do it. All right. Um, so, do you want to go first?
1: Yeah, I'll just throw one at you. Um, We haven't
0: discussed these beforehand at all, so this is, like, my real reaction. Like, hashtag reaction, hashtag not clickbait. I think
1: (laughs) it's the funniest one to you, and it's sort of, like, seven words. Just that plaque is invented by dentists to sell toothpaste.
0: Okay, I love this one, especially as an anthropologist. Right? Because I have seen Um, the plaque. Yeah. I've seen the calculus. I have seen the stuff
1: it will get you
0: <laughs> oh and that'd probably make people not want to like brush your teeth or something like oh i don't need toothpaste like uh, it's oh, oh okay okay so one of here's one for you um lady gaga doing the super bowl halftime show was actually enacting a satanic ritual interesting yes okay. i i okay. felt it important that you know that
1: Yes. now I know. Now I am
0: woke. Yeah, it makes so much more sense. I mean, 2020, like, it took three years to kick in, and uh, it makes sense now.
1: (laughs) Um, Oh, a really funny one, too. I saw, there's a subreddit, and I know it's mostly a joke, but it's just birds aren't real.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I totally believe that one. Yeah, yeah. So they're just
1: robots used by the government to track people.
0: Yeah, and that even makes sense, like, especially when they have, like, those tracking things on them. Mm-hmm. like it's probably like it needs to go in for repair or something
1: definitely yeah they're just
0: waiting. yeah and i mean you're saying even just i guess on the more like serious side again but like even the idea like reddit threads like the internet is such a place where conspiracy theories can be like perpetuated these days you know like yeah. people get Social their news media. from facebook from reddit and they take a lot of people take everything seriously um but
1: I saw somebody on the Facebook shared a document that was just like, seriously, because someone had typed this into Microsoft, what it looked like, and then took a picture with their phone, and it was an exposure that COVID was fake, and it was like a cease and desist to the Canadian government,
0: mm-hmm. and people are like, oh, is this real,
1: and everyone's like, yeah, it's real, like. I couldn't believe it. It's like, who would believe
0: a screen, like some, it wasn't even a screenshot, someone took a picture with their phone, and could have just typed Mm. in
1: Microsoft. And
0: that's why scientific communication and literacy and internet skills are so important. Necessary, yes. With that, uh, Isabel is going to wrap today up by giving our non-human listeners shout out of the week. Go ahead.
1: Yes, so this weekend I went camping and met my friends, um, supposed to be mini Australian Shepherd, but He's like 45 pounds.
0: Not many. <laughs> you no,
1: know, his name is Whiskey, and he's best friends with my dog now. So
0: Amazing. Amazing. We love a dog friendship. Well, we hope you enjoyed this week of Anthropologically Speaking, all about conspiracy theories, and join us back next week for some more Anthropology. I don't know why I shifted into an accent there. Join us more. <laughs> join us next week for some more Anthropological fun. And until then...
1: Stay bony.
0: stay bony
1: bye, bye. bye.